For the weekend of December 6th, 7th, and 8th, I'm Abby Larico, joined as always by my partner in crime, Dory Olmos. Happy holiday season, officially, it right? It is officially the holiday season. Last time we were in here, it was before Thanksgiving. My Christmas tree was already up, I will admit mm. that. I just wanted to get it done and out of the way so that when, That's I, okay. when I came into work on Thanksgiving, I wanted the bright lights of the Christmas tree to greet me in the morning, and I was happy about that. So Whatever you, makes you happy. Yes. Do you have your decorations up? <laughs> Not quite yet. We actually just got a real tree this week nice. and put that in the living room last night, so decorations will go up today. And this is the first Christmas in your new house, yes, so that'll be really it's exciting. It's very exciting. Yes. It's like definitely makes the spirit a little bit brighter. I'm a little more into it, I think, than last year. Yeah. yeah. Oh, totally. <laughs> So our last episode, our last story episode was about Thanksgiving, but I do encourage anybody who hasn't gotten a chance to listen to that yet, maybe amidst all of the holiday craziness, uh, you skipped over it in your in your podcast feed, give it a listen because we got some really good messages in there from a couple folks. Um, update on Brass Rail, everything went smoothly for them. That's so the, good to hear. Yes, that's the O'Fallon restaurant that serves 10,000 meals for the second year in a row. This is the sixth year they've been serving free meals to people all around the St. Louis area within a 60-mile radius of O'Fallon. That was pretty successful. I have not checked in with Janice to see how her um, Syrian, Syrian yes, family dinner and holiday meal went, but I hope that that went pretty smoothly for her. And it's nice to see all the people who've tagged us in their holiday celebrations. We really enjoy seeing what you guys have to eat. We get a little food envy, but yes. that's okay. And speaking of people sharing with us, we are working on a really exciting episode for next week that will drop in your podcast feed. It is all about being home for the holidays. We gave you a shout out on, or a call out rather on social media and on the podcast and you guys answered and it was wonderful. So we're really excited to share that episode with you next week. Make sure you give it a listen. Maybe you'll hear yourself or somebody you know. Lots oh. of fun messages in there, yes. So many fun messages. Some that made us laugh. Yes, definitely. <laughs> it was it was a good time. Okay, so some are happy and uplifting, but we've got some food news this weekend. We're going to start with a few that are upsetting to me personally. Yes, I know. I thought of you with all of these. Yes, actually. every one of every these is a one. bummer. So first up, Gorilla Street Food is going to be closing their St. Charles location that's inside Two Plumbers Brewery and Arcade. Um, they wrote on Twitter, sometimes no matter how great your food is, how much you improve, innovate, how good your hospitality is, you still don't get supported. We're closing our St. Charles spot for this very reason. It's a bummer because of a couple things. Mm -hmm. My family's in St. Charles, and my dad loved stopping by Two Plumbers and getting some Filipino food. It was great for him. It's right up the street. Um, and it is a cool way to showcase a type of food that that area doesn't usually get. And it was a really kind of fun little venue to have that in this, um, you know, kind of gaming bar. Yeah. Um, hopefully it winds up being something that they ha are able to part amicably because I do remember that they were friends with the guys who started Two Plumbers. And so hopefully that that is all okay. Um, I do know that Two Plumbers is just planning on kind of going back to what they used to do, like serve frozen pizza, mm. bring your own food, that kind of stuff, um, which kind of fits the vibe there. It's a shame when things like this don't work out. But Gorilla Street has never been afraid to kind of try. Yes, go into a place and do like a mini location. And if it wasn't sustainable, then good for them for making the decision to 
pull out before it became, you know, something. A bigger problem. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And, hey, there's still plenty of Gorilla Street locations that if you're out in St. Charles and you want to come on into Del Mar Mm -hmm. or wherever. South City. Yep. South City, Maryland Heights. Go for it. Yep. All right. So another closure that's hitting close to home to you. Quite uh, literally. It's on my street. (laughs) Culpepper's in the Central West End announced after 85 years they're going to be closing down. Yes. And... It was one of those things. I mean, last time I went to Culpeper's, I was with my aunt. You got to get the wings when you're there. I had no idea that it had been around on that corner for so long. I was looking at our web story about it. And it's the heart of the Central West End, Maryland and Euclid. That's where the big Halloween party is every single year. When people think about coming in there, um, that's where you want to go. And it has seen a lot of change in the past couple of years with the closure of Coffee Cartel. Gosh, was that this year or last year? But um, Last year. Last year, Coffee Cartel closed. Now that's Blue Mercury, so it's retail. And it's going to be very different with the chess club's expansion mm-hmm. right there. And so that's going to likely take over the Froyo as well. But you know, we haven't really gotten official word on that franchise location. Mm-hmm. But more than likely, that Froyo is going to be closing. That Culpepper's hopefully replaced by some kind of food option yes. or bar option because the chess club is also has to do with Kingside Diner on the other side of it. So I just really hope that anybody who has any hand in that development keeps the neighborhood in mind and the kind of atmosphere and vibe that needs to kind of keep that intersection. Anchor that intersection. Anchor that intersection yeah. and keep it going. And, you know, I'm just going to go ahead and move right to the next story with Brennan's and oh, the Central West End Poor closing. Central West End this week. Man, it oh. is. it was a big bummer. I mean, my jaw dropped when I saw the Facebook post. Um, they're going to be closing next spring. It's If you haven't been to Brennan's, you need to go. I, I have mean, not bottom, been, yeah. Bottom line is you need to go. It is a place that everybody... This was described to me in this way. It was described to me in this way, and I think it's very fitting. You walk in, and it immediately feels like your place. Mm. And you see all different types of characters in there. It is loud. It is quiet. It is, you know, fun. It is intimate at the same time. It's just everything you kind of want in a good neighborhood bar in a venue that you don't expect because there's this big staircase right in the middle. And it seems kind of winding, but instead of finding just like a big open space, they worked with that and it created this atmosphere that feels like you're discovering every little room and every little nook and corner you can go sit in. And it's awesome. I absolutely love it. Be careful. Beware that it does have a cigar lounge uh, as part of it. So sometimes you can smell a little smoky when you come out of there. Um, But hopefully whatever place they go to next and they are reopening. I went there when I found out that it was not, (laughs) that it was closing. Uh, I I had to stop in for a drink and I talked to one of the workers there who said they very much are planning on reopening. So Vernon is not closing. They're moving. But once again, just like with Culpepper's, it is because of the expansion of the chess club. Whether or not you're a chess fan, it is a cool thing for our city, I think, to Mm -hmm. be known as the you know, a it's a little known fact that yes. how big chess is here. It's a na- St. Louis has kind of established itself at this point, according to insiders. They've told me mm-hmm. that St. Louis is the chess capital of the U.S. They're going global now. They okay. want to be considered chess capital of the world, and to do that, they need to have bigger spaces. To have bigger spaces, they need to grow from the mm-hmm. chess hall where they currently have, and so that's why they're trying to push out into the rest of that building. And so it could be something cool. It could create a whole different type of energy there. Brennan's is, as far as um, the folks I've talked to are concerned, going to stay in the Central West End somewhere. 
I just wish it could be like in my, I'll kick my the neighbors <laughs> that live below me out and it can go be at my house. I mean, shoot. I just like, yeah. it's so close to me. But. At, at least with this food news closings that we have in the Central West End, it's not just them shutting down. It's for other expansion and some other growth that's going to be happening there. Because what happened with Coffee Cartel is it sat vacant for so long mm-hmm. and nobody knew what was happening. So yep. I agree with that. That's a really good point, Dory. Let's get on to some maybe better news. Better news. How yeah. about an opening? There you go. How about that? Uh, Salt and Smoke is going to be coming to Ballpark Village. So I love this. Love it. Um, as if you needed another reason to head down there with all of the expansions and new things heading over that way. Salt and Smoke going to be opening there sometime next year. This is going to be at the bottom of one Cardinal Way, which opens next summer. Uh, baseball, barbecue, beer. What else do you need? Here's my question. What happens if you are living in one of those units or staying in one of those places above the salt and smoke. Can you imagine? Torture. Wow. <laughs> just hope that your vent system gets that away from you. Otherwise, you're just going to be a brisket bandit all oh, the time. I'm okay with that. Yeah, that yeah, does sound I pretty do. good. Their that, brisket's so good. If there, if you could Airbnb a place above a salt and smoke just for a weekend to have like the quintessential yes. St. Louis experience, that would sound awesome. Yes. Okay, so um, here's another one of your favorites that you get to talk about. Oops, just dropped my phone. We, we're not going to mo- bother editing that out, though. <laughs> Natural sound in the podcast. Natural sound. It's a nap pop. All right. Well, how about this one? Two St. Louis burger joints are among the best in the country. This was one of our top stories on KSDK.com this week. Very cool. Max Local Eats and Stacked SDL made the list of some of the best burgers, 20 best burgers in the country from Food and Wine Magazine. I love that. And the Max Smash Burgers. We were saying that we need to do an episode about just like smashed burgers yes. and how yes, sorry. you know they are so different from a lot of other burgers, but like they think is that a regional thing? I don't I think sort of just because of our love of steak and shake around here. Yeah, yeah. that's true. That's true. At least that's how I've always seen it. Okay, we need a deep dive into that one. Yes. Dory, go take notes. Put that in our <laughs> put that in our to-do list. In our to-do list. I love that. Okay, so this next one, I'm very curious to what you think about this story. I, as with most things, I will be willing to try this. Yep. Schlafly is joining the spritzer game with something they're calling Boomerang. It's a mead spritzer, 90 calories, no sugar added, and it'll be a lemon-lime flavor. I will definitely try this because I'm always up for trying meads so this makes it a little bit different maybe than some of the other like white claw type it's not just like generic sugar alcohol yes exactly i completely agree and i like that it's like lemon lime do you think the name boomerang was is a reference to st louis being a boomerang town i don't know you always come back maybe and like schlafly's kind of the og craft brewery and you always come back to it i love it I'm going to go ahead and reverse market that and say that's exactly (laughs) what they were thinking. I like it. So one of the things I tried to do over the weekend was go to one of these holiday pop-up bars. Did you make it? No. But you know what I did do was I made some boozy hot chocolate in my kitchen. Yes. Just like because of Your own little uh, pop-up. Yes. (laughs) Yes. I was going to do it, but then I got a little nervous because I thought they'd be too crowded. But We've got one more option for you. Exactly. The good news is they are growing. Yes. One more pop-up coming to Tower Grove Park. I am definitely excited about this since I live in the Tower Park. Tower Grove Park area. This one is called Frosted. It's at the Piper Palm House. Oh, cute. Yes, definitely. Um, holiday cocktails. They're going to have live music, which is pretty neat every night. They'll also have food trucks out there. And this is a limited time only thing. So it's going to be going from December 19th through 23rd. 
And the best part about this, which I love, it's free to get in and part of the proceeds are going to help Tower Grove Park. So the proceeds for like the food trucks and the cocktails and stuff? Yes. Oh, cool. Do you know if you have to give a, have a reservation for this one? I did not see that Okay, so it's prob- probably not because of the fact that it's free to get in. It just might get a little crowded. A little or, crowded, yeah. Yeah, but still, what a cute little venue and that's, that's nice. I Fun. like that. Yeah, now that is a true pop-up, I'd say. Absolutely. That one is Abby <laughs> pop-up approved, since apparently I've uh, made myself the unofficial pop-up commissioner. <laughs> Dora, what's the best thing you had to eat this week? Well, talking about smash burgers, um, the day that we had that big story about the burger joints, sorry, I thought I heard a noise there. <laughs> so many nap pops in the <laughs> podcast today. Um, we headed over to Carl's Drive-In in, nice. I think that's like Webster, Brentwood sort of area. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you've never been, go there, give it a try. Don't go during peak dinner time because it gets very crowded very fast. There's only 16 stools in there. Yeah. So have you ever been there before? Yeah. Um, very neat. Not for a long time, though. Right. Like a it long had been time. a very My long time. Yeah. yeah. It had been a very long time since I've been there. They've been around for 60 years, which I did not realize. But when you do walk in there, it does feel like a little bit of a throwback sort of place. Smash burgers, and they make their own root beer. Everything is just – it's about the food there, not necessarily – the flashiness. So it's right. very, very good. What day did you go? What's today? Today's Thursday. Yes. We were there Tuesday night. Okay. I was going to say, I wonder if it was because of all the immediate post shopping and holidaying. Everybody just wanted a nice, you know, diner burger just experience. Just a good but burger, man, on, right? on a Tuesday, that's a perfect day to go. Yep. So I'm going to bring it back to uh, Brandon's here when I talk <laughs> about the best thing I had to eat this week. I mean, like I mentioned, I stopped in there the day that I found out it was closing. So that was Monday, and that's when they posted on Facebook, and I stopped in for a drink and a little, like, goat cheese tomato dip thing that they have, and it was super good. I don't usually eat there, but it was a nice little way to just kind of sit there. That's a good way. If you've never been there before and you're trying to get a feel for the vibe, go in, even if you're by yourself, and just sit at the bar. One of the bartenders will talk to you. They're all really great who work there. Order something. I got the Yas, because that's one of my favorite, (laughs) but they have another drink called um, I Don't Want to... I always mess it up, which is why I'm like, it's like I want to get, dr- I, I want to get buzzed, but I don't want to drink drink. Okay. Or something like that. It's like, I just call it the buzz buzz and I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's also another one of my favorites. Love but it. Um, yeah. And then I had already actually been there on Friday night. I got the uh, Sammy's Leisure Suit on the other night. So I've been there a couple times this weekend. But <laughs> shout out to Brennan's if you haven't been there. Please go so you can at least experience what this current iteration of it is so you can look forward to the next iteration. Yep. And speaking of looking forward, let's talk about the weekend planner. We're going to kind of run through these because there is a lot going on. And um, we'll work on something maybe for Instagram. How about that, Dory? We'll That'll put, work, so, yeah. We'll put something up on Instagram with a few more details on all of these. But just kind of uh, a lot of shopping to be done this yes, weekend. Yes, I'm calling this the weekend of the cookie walk and holiday market because we've got about a dozen that you can yes. go to this weekend. So starting with Friday, the Maplewood Christmas Tree Walk. This is at the Mid-County Chamber of Commerce. Um, They're going to have horse-drawn carriage rides, complimentary refreshments, and special discounts at all of the local shops there. And starting on Friday and then going through Sunday at Kimswick, they're having their Christmas festival and cookie walk. For this one, tickets are required, but those tickets include a holiday cookbook, and it has some of the shop owners' favorite sweet recipes, which I think is pretty cool. That's neat, yeah. As well as a gift bag and a map. That's Friday through Sunday. And on Saturday, Schlafly has their winter market and artisan fair. This is at the Bottle Works location. Besides checking out all of the normal vendors, there will also be a fire 
or pit with kids' activities. Always good to give the kids something yeah. to do while you're sipping and sipping. shopping. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Saturday, one of our favorites, Vicia, is having their holiday market. And I love the concept of this because they support local farmers and artisans to make their menu every day. Well, now you can support them directly. So they're going to sell different items, you know, like coffee, uh, dairy products, but also like even things like pottery and wreaths. Um, they're going to have those vendors out there so that you can buy directly from them at Visia. Very cool. Also Saturday, this is a big one, the 36th annual Cherokee Antique Row Cookie Spree. I will be there for this with a couple of yes. my friends. Um, so this is your chance to stop by all of the shops that they have there, get their signature cookie from each one. Um, I guess everybody's just making their own cookies. I haven't been to this before, but I know it's a big deal. Mm -hmm. um, so it just gives you an opportunity to kind of check out all of the cool little shops there on Cherokee Street. They're also going to have their print bazaar. Where you I can, love that. Everywhere. Yes. So they're going to have an opportunity for you to pick up some art, maybe some holiday cards if yeah. you haven't gotten any yet. Um, and then also at Bluewood Brewing and Max Local Eats, there's a big holiday bash there with free samples and other local vendors selling things for you to pick up this holiday season. If you are tired of shopping and just want to party, <laughs> you can stay on Cherokee Street. Saturday night, they're having their Krampusnacht. Love it. You have to say it like that, like Krampusnacht. Pub <laughs> crawl. And that is starting at 6 o'clock. Several of the bars and breweries down there are going to be welcoming people in. With It's no charge to participate, but... People will know you're participating if you wear a costume. If you don't know what a Krampus is, Google it. Google it. You will be either delighted or terrified or maybe a combination of both. But it's a cool little uh, tradition that's in Europe that uh, people have really brought onto the pub crawl scene in like St. It. Louis and around recently. So. Yes. Um, so if you want to go check out some of the places we talked about in the Central West End, head there Saturday for the 10th annual Window Walk. So this is kicking off. Pretty much for the rest of the month, all of the shops will have their windows uh, decorated for the holidays. Gives you a big opportunity to support local. And all of the designs this year of the windows are going to be based on holiday songs. So see if you can guess what holiday song they're trying to bring to life there. Very cute. Yeah. I wonder if anybody's going to do Baby It's Cold Outside. <laughs> Dory, Dory's like I don't know. I don't know that. what to, I don't know how to respond to that. Dory just says, "Abby, go move on." Saturday is deck the streets of St. Charles. That's at that uh, area, the kind of shopping and food district right off of Fifth Street in St. Charles. They're gonna be showing Elf for free at 10 a.m. at AMC. So love that movie. Love it. I have to watch it every single year. But you have to donate two food items on the food pantry's wish, wish list per. Person, so you pay by donating some food from your to the food pantry. So that's pretty cool. And also, I hear Santa's gonna be there. Ooh, but you didn't hear it from me. <laughs> A little elf told you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and on Sunday, if you haven't gotten your fill of cookies, head to Webster Groves, their holiday cookie walk. This is going to be an old Webster and the old Orchard business districts. This costs five dollars a person. Kids twelve and under are free, but. That gets you a belly full of cookies. Absolutely. All the cookies you can eat, plus a $5 Webster Gross gift certificate that you can use at any of those local shops. So basically it pays for itself yes. quite easily. Yep. I love that. That's love really fun. And here's what I want to see is a lot of people eating cookies this weekend. Tag us in whatever cookies you 
find yourself munching on as you go shopping and, again, continue to support local businesses throughout the holiday shopping season. Um, our Instagram is at Abby Eats St. Louis. Send us an email, podcast at ksdk.com. Subscribe, rate, review. You know the drill. We only have a couple more episodes, or one more episode, really. Yeah. This, this in, week. For this, 2019. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we want to help us end the year strong with a nice, solid five-star review. Subscribe, and then you get bonus points. The points are redeemable for a to-be-determined prize. <laughs> uh, you get bonus points for having a family member or friend subscribe and give us a listen as well. And thank you so much for joining us, and we hope you have an amazing, wonderful, fantastic weekend. Dory, have fun in Cherokee Street. Thank you, I will. Are you Krampus knocking afterward? We'll see. We'll see how the cookie goes. How those cookies how the hit. Cookies hit. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right, everybody, go out and seize the plate.